right through the needle's eye. Oh no! <laughs> and young Neil gets oh, the fucking words I didn't wrong. remember that bit. Are you serious? They're like, they're like, oh my, 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 and it's like, oh, <laughs> I no. that bit. oh man, there's so many micro drinks. Great. I gotta, I gotta say, I, I was doing some research and I felt a lot better finding out that the um, the guy who like wrote the books, um, is is like Asian. Like I felt so much better about like all the it's, asian yeah. jokes in it because uh, like, i would feel bad if like it was just some white dude making all those jokes <laughs> yeah because there's the thing in the book where he gets yeah, invited yeah. over for dinner and he's like oh what are we having chinese yeah, yeah. And then there's fucking what's his name when gideon <laughs> calls her compound chicken in the movie Oh. It's so bad. Uh, yeah, but then yeah, I felt better. I was like, all right, so it's not. Well, anyway, yeah. Um, welcome to the books better, <laughs> the show that reads the vibrant and comic panelled source material, so that you don't have to. I'm Dan, and, and today I'm we're discussing Orlando. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That's right. It's episode two, and we're already talking about not a real book. Not, yeah, yeah, not really not a book. not a difficult read. <laughs> no, you can, man, when I started reading them, I, I, I put them down when I finished and I was like, I'm already like nearly finished through the, like, because they're in three yeah. different volumes. Nearly finished one of the first volumes in one yeah, little you can, session. You can really knock. Um, which is nice. You can really it's knock pretty out. easy so going. So for people who don't know, um, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the movie came out in 2010 most people would probably, I would say, only know about the movie, but it's based on um, based on yeah, a series sure. of graphic novels that came out from 2004 to 2010, and it's sort of about it's very like, what, like would you say video game inspired? Yeah, I think video game like pop culture yeah, like inspired, hyper stylized. Um, yeah, well, I think the graphic novels are. Uh, kind of how you would expect them, and then the movie is is much more stylized. Um, yeah, to you can see the influences from it, its graphic novel yes. roots for so sure in the movie. We really like this movie because it is. I'll say it's not like the tightest script or like the like most well put together movie ever. I would say, but it's really unique. Ye- um, and it's really cool and it's very entertaining. I still like yeah. to this day, I'm not sure that there's another movie quite like it. I think it's pretty like, there's really nothing else that, um, just everything. I don't know the way it's shot, the animations, there's not yeah. really anything else. And like there's like it. a level of magical realism to it. And this is from the uh, graphic novels, which is just like very bizarre, but it works really well the way it's done, where it just sort of very seamlessly goes from like real world stakes and like very grounded like relationship drama to video game level, almost like fantasy fighting and magic and just unexplained weirdness yeah yeah for sure i think in the in the book there's um it's not not that it's like the stuff is explained it doesn't really 
kind of makes sense in the real world. Like some of the subspace travel and stuff in the movie, it's she just, one line, it just gets yeah. mentioned. But that's part of it, right? It's yeah. not like it actually really explains a lot of this stuff. You just, the way that you kind of have to watch this and read it if you're reading it is you have to assume that it's set in some kind of world where you just have to, it's some sort of magic world because they'll do stuff like they'll travel through, you know, subspace areas into different locations. And it's not like the lore is all yeah. like fleshed out or anything. It's just um, yeah. part of just the style and the way the story is told. Yeah, 100%. I think that's really cool, though. Like you said before, it's just so, like, unique. There's really just yeah. nothing else that I think has got that balance of, like, like you said, real-world drama and conflicts and relationships and all that, and then just, like, complete nonsense yeah, happening around it's them very as well. Cool, it's pretty cool. Movie. And I think the reason the movie ended up so much like this and the reason it's an interesting adaption to talk about is because... They really tried, and it comes across, they really tried to capture the spirit of the uh, graphic novel in making the movie. And you can tell looking at it, there's a lot of like imitations in the way it's shot of like comic panels. And uh, there's like, often there's like text on the screen that is like similar to the text that's actually written in the graphic novels. Like when Knives is like, I'm in love. And then like the word love like gets written out in like these big pink letters. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. A lot of the like special effects and stuff they use like really well because they're they're like a lot of the sets and things like their apartment and and just when they're outside, they're super like bland, really kind of gray overtones. And when they're outside, it's just like snowing all the time. And then there's these like super like bright, fun. Yeah, like special I don't even know effects. What, what you'd call them? Just yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, I didn't actually yeah. think about that. That the sets are actually really bland, but then it's so contrasted with yeah. like some of the characters. Or so some of the characters are very like bland looking as well. But then sort of what they do and yeah, then yeah, all the special effects and everything are so crazy that it um it really works. Yeah, for and sure. And the graphic novels have some really cool artwork in them as well that um is replaced by cool things in the movie. Yeah. Well, I think we should say the 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 books were uh written and illustrated and created by a guy called Brian Lee o- O'Malley. O'Malley. I'm probably saying that wrong. And then the the film when the film was made it was directed by Edgar Wright, yeah. who's done Cornetto He did trilogy. the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. And Brian actually had a lot yep. to do with the, uh, I think, all aspects of like the design of the movie, the script and the music and all sorts of stuff. It was very, I think, collaborative. Yeah. And Edgar uh, Wright's known for effort. doing like very unique things, which is probably explains yep. like how this movie was sort of able to be what it is. But, you know, there's probably, I right. think the interesting thing is there's probably a lot of graphic novels that kind of, you know, use that mix of like down to earth sort of stuff and like reference video games and pop culture and stuff. Like, okay, not that Watchmen references pop culture or video games, but it's very like stylized and bigger than life. But, you know, to contrast here, have you seen the Watchmen movie, the Zack Snyder one? I've seen I've seen it a while. But ago, like if you think about that, seen it, yeah. it's not that's an adaptation of a graphic novel, but it's not 
It's not like this one. It's not where the they've same. Literally take and and like put a graphic novel on the screen, and it's interesting that they chose to do it with this, where they could have they could have just made a movie that sort of looked like any other movie from the mid two thousands. You know, it would have fit right into all the superhero stuff, but they did sort of go for something a lot more unique. It was just well, yeah. I think all the um. Like, yeah, they definitely could have done something um, similar to all those other movies. I think all those special effects and different bits and pieces, they're, they're like weird, like, fourth wall breaks, would you say? Or they, they kind of are, right? Where it's it's not there really might, There might be some fourth wall happening, stuff um, narration. Yeah. That stuff, like, isn't in their, like, world and happen. Well, I don't know. I guess it's all... It, it's all just part of yeah, the, the uh, style aesthetic. Of yeah, but I just I just wonder why, like, for this story, they decided to do that. And I guess it's because the story in the graphic novel is, like, already sort of being meta, like, referencing the fact that they're in some... Like, not that they're in a story. I don't know. It's interesting. It's sort of set up like a video game. But yeah, for I, know, I, I get what you mean. To do it, it really works quite well. And what they do is the graphic novels are able to, even though they're not super long, they're able to cover like a lot more time and a lot more characterization and story and stuff. So the movies do like cut it down quite a bit, but they take a lot of dialogue straight from the graphic novels. They take a lot of shots straight from the graphic novels, which is something we probably won't be saying when we talk about books. Right. They're literally just pulling panels out of the graphic novel. Yeah. And, like and popping even them onto like the some of the effects and stuff, like, you know, when he has his pee meter and then he goes to the bathroom and it like drains. <laughs> um, like there's so much fun stuff like that. And there's the, the shot that I love at the end when Scott gets stabbed by Gideon and it does the the like vertical panels of all of their like faces reacting to it that's like that's my favorite shot of the movie and it's so cool there's no other like movie that has like done that or could possibly get away with doing that I was gonna say no one you wouldn't be able to do that Unless you're literally yeah. making an entire everyone film, should go watch you know, this movie. It's so graphic. cool. The shot I'm talking about is like it's like five like vertical rectangles, like narrow. The screen's divided into like narrow rectangles, and it's just five of the characters' faces in the room, and they all just turn and like go oh, like gasp at the same time when Scott gets stabbed. It's so it's, it's so cool. much fun. I think when this when the movie came out, it actually didn't do because a lot of people as well because we really like it. But I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of people kind of are not too fond of it because I think the main thing people say is that Scott is like a really well you like he he's a pretty yeah. unlikable dude. That's what people say. I don't really mind because I think in the graphic novel it's uh, less so, and then in the movie, I think a lot of the Oh, the style of it and everything makes up for it. You know, I don't, I didn't really get too focused on how much <laughs> of an asshole he was big, uh, which was he brought to my weird. attention after. But well, this gets to my bombshell dude. that I was going to drop. Are you, yeah, are you? Oh, ready? right. Been, okay, I've been teasing let's this hear it for ages. Um, I already. I, so okay, my bombshell yeah. is that let's I don't like Michael Sarah in this role. I don't. <laughs> I don't think they should have cast him. I think he's. 
Do you like him uh, in any role? No, you he's just fine. don't like him. It's just that he only does the one character. And in this, he's just <laughs> doing the fucking Michael Sarah. He's just being Michael Sarah from Superbad. Don't you think that that is no. just Scott no, no. Pilgrim though? Who do you think? Okay, if you if you had to recast, if you had to recast the role, who would you? That's pick? a hard question. Who would be but your like, number one? The problem is he's he he in the graphic novel he's he's got a bit of edge to him. Michael Sarah is like so passive. He's like. <laughs> Oh, I'll do this and then uh, I'll so do this. Well, yeah, he's so vanilla. He has absolutely no edge to him at all. I don't know. I don't hate that Michael Sarah is playing it, but I just don't like that he played it that way. I don't know if that's all Michael Sarah knows how to do, but like, man, it makes it makes the character like hard to get in tune with because in the graphic novel, I think he's more likable because he's more like active. Well, I think in the graphic novel as well, they just have way more, like, they just talk about and develop his, like, past and past relationships. Yeah. So you kind of feel a bit more for him. In the movie, there's just less of that. So it's just more reliant on, I guess, the actor. I actually, I didn't mind. I didn't mind him. Well, I don't think he did, like, an outstanding job. I'm not like, oh, my God, that was an amazing performance. But I, didn't, I just think, like, like it has a lot of potential it. to, like, really deliver on something that it doesn't quite get to because like the whole thing is built around this relationship between Scott and his GF Ramona but in the movie they have in my opinion very little chemistry I like do not buy their relationship at all and it doesn't help that like they kind of take the story from the graphic novel which takes place over a year and kind of shove it into like I don't know like a a week or a couple it's weeks. a couple weeks, yeah. I think. And then they kind of just keep the ending the same and it doesn't really work as well. Like there's this big dramatic ending with their relationship and I'm just like, did we ever see these two like vibing at all? In the graphic novels, you, uh, they have all these scenes where they like talk about, you know, they like actually get along with each other. <laughs> I think that's um I think that's like that's uh, yeah I think that's a good point. I think that's why people when people say like they don't like him and also it's like he's kind of an unlikable dude in the movie. And then like you said at the end of the movie he just ends up working out for him. Yeah. So it's, it what doesn't... they cut out is like a lot of him just like getting his life together as well. Yeah, and they have this whole like in the graphic novel they have the whole thing where he um he actually gets well they have yeah, like he gets the rent job, problem and, and then, then he they gets go his own apartment. Oh, he moves in with the remoter, then he gets his own apartment. Yeah. Isn't one of the volumes I think is literally called Scott Pilgrim Gets His Life Together or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So like one, I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of like nuance to the underlying story that's happening. For those who don't know, the main story is that Scott um, likes this girl and he starts dating a Ramona Flowers and then he finds out that he has to fight her. Wait, how many evil exes does he have to fight? Seven. He has to seven. fight her seven evil exes seven in evil video game style boss battles uh, if he wants to be with her. And, you know, you, you yeah. can probably, even if you've never seen it, guess the sort of metaphor there. But there's a lot more nuance to it than really you would expect and it's mostly there in the books i think the books follow through with it pretty well in the movie i think the movie like really fumbles with it in the last couple of scenes 
as in for like specifically what part do you just, think did the movie I don't not know. do too like great? just the whole ending scene the whole i don't know i really like the ending bit though when he goes to the chaos theater yeah, and then yeah he, it is he, awesome. it's awesome you mean like the ending in the way that like how all the characters ended no, out not and that. their like, it's relationships like maybe just just his and ramona's ending when she's like leaving and then knives is like go after her she's the one you've been fighting for and it's like i don't so I like what guess. would you okay so what would you say is scott's character arc where does he start and where does he end up no, yeah, that's why I think when you put it like that, I think the movie does like a pretty yeah. bad job because he does, he's just yeah. the same yeah. dude. At least in the book, he, he, I don't know, he just he gets his he actually just gets yeah. his life together somewhat, and he has all these these uh, flashbacks of memories with his yeah ex girlfriends, and he kind of actually reflects on all that stuff. And it seems like at the end he what he says something at the end of the the novel where he he says to Gideon that he, he says that he's like oh actually he comes to the realization that like he's as bad as this dude and it seems like yeah there's actually been some yeah. sort of development I guess like I understand what you mean I at the end of the, the movie he just is like, like what I sort of got from the graphic novels is that he finally holds himself accountable like you know. It's the thing yeah. is, it's like, they're yeah. all shitty people. I think that's the point of it. They've all done shitty things. But the point is that you have to, like, you know, you can't avoid doing shitty things. But you can hold yourself accountable yeah. and be like, okay, that happened. I did that. And you can try and be better. I guess he, he kind of just, like, grows up yeah, in general. But, like, that's kind of what growing job. up is, right? And, like, that's yeah, why yeah. Gideon is, like, the antithesis to that because he did shitty things and, like, instead of owning up to them, well, I guess he, he kind of does, like, the philosophical opposite to that where he just embraces being a dick. <laughs> and he, yeah. like, you know, forms, like, an evil league of ex-boyfriends to control his mistakes yeah. and, like, just reinforce everything and then it's like i think that's what the see like this is okay this is the kind of great through line that comes across in the books but not in the movies because gideon does like offer scott a place in the league doesn't he he's like you you're gonna become an evil ex-boyfriend just like the rest of us and he's like you're gonna join the league and then you know he he makes the decision not to he's like he's like hell no and then they fight or something does that, no, that happen in, in the, the movie? Well, there's the line where she of. goes, "You're just another evil ex-boyfriend waiting to happen." But it's like I don't know. It's in the. It's halfway through the movie. Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah. Okay. I guess so. It's not yeah, as like yeah. solid. Yeah. It's, it's not, not as it's solid not as, as a, solid, of a yeah. finish. That's to what the whole I would thing. say. Because like, right? If you get into these ideas, they're kind of interesting, right? But I don't think the movie delivers on it as well. Yeah. I well, I guess this kind of goes into another thing. I think the movie, yeah, you know what? I, I after after talking about it, I kind of agree with you with the uh, the ending being fumbled. But I think the movie, I think that might have been. Do you think it was because you know, obviously, movies you could fit in less content and uh, obviously just less um, character development and stuff. Do you think it was because of the medium, or do you think they it could have been written better, or they could have cherry picked a few yeah, different I feel like scenes the from the novels? Been written a bit better. The script could have been like a bit tighter like and if you if you read like reviews of the movie like that's what they say like oh the script could have been better but like you know yeah. obviously it's deserves praise for being so unique and like you know the script's not terrible yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I think they I think they chose good parts of the graphic novel to put to the movie. The parts yeah. they did choose to bring in yeah, like, were I wouldn't say like solid. shift around any scenes and like I think the overall structure of it is quite good. I just think yeah. like the beats that they hit, even right at the end, like I'd say the first three quarters are like I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with them. Yeah, for sure. I think the the movie kind of I mean obviously the medium as well let them do or like flesh out a lot of the music and all of that kind of stuff which yeah. I think was pretty cool and I think that made the the movie uh or gave it a lot more like value mm. because they literally had original songs that they wrote I think so I think they obviously took a lot of the uh Brian when he wrote the graphic novels had kind of some of the ideas for for some of the songs and then when they went to to record the uh, actual songs in the movie, they got a lot of help from actual professional artists, and that's why I think they yeah, actually and sound if you pretty go to cool. YouTube and stuff. There seems to be like a bit of a following of like some of the songs, and yeah, I think it helps that like all the actors and stuff in the movie are like I think way more famous now. It's a very interesting cast. It is well because even like Aubrey Plaza and yeah, like, what is yeah, all of them really? <laughs> I think everyone except Michael Sarah is like more famous. My what did okay did Michael what is what I other movies know. has I Michael? Think that, this was after Juno. I don't know what Michael Sarah has yeah. been in recently. Nothing like he's just huge, hanging out. But Chris Evans as well. Chris Evans' character in this movie is yeah, my really favorite character. It. I think, um, and he's he's only he's in like so a few funny. scenes. He's only always in like one scene. Yeah. Well, he he has a couple scenes. You know what they actually did? They made actual movie posters for the films oh, yeah, that I saw he's in, one of those. in the movie. Did you yeah. see the one I said? Man, they look <laughs> so funny. And he's just this like yeah, super over-the-top um Yeah, and wait, what does he what does he say? Is douche. Like, you're gonna hear two clicks or uh his <laughs> yeah, this is the line from the movie is like <laughs> it's like <laughs> the next click you're gonna hear is me yeah. hanging up the phone. The one after that is me pulling the trigger. <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> Yeah, he no, he's he's really <laughs> good at so that. So cheesy, and they really just like lean into it so heavy, and because they go so hard on it with his like yeah. stunt doubles and his dialogue and like the whole That's thing. That's some of the it stuff that I think the so movie well. cool. brings to the table that is not from the graphic novels. That's really funny. Is a lot of the stuff with that character. This uh, the theme with the stunt doubles is fucking amazing. Yeah, I think if they went any less, if they put any less uh, energy into into that character, it would have just been like that's yeah. what makes him stand out. Otherwise, it'd be I feel like it'd be kind of a, a boring because in the in the book he um he's not as much of an asshole. Yeah, Scott, he, in the book, it, it's I don't dial, think. it's dialed down. He, he's not as yeah. much, but it it definitely works yeah. in the movie. And like that's kind of the end yeah. of the whole yeah. thing is just like going absolutely ham. There, yeah, so yeah, there is some stuff cool. that the movie brings that's really interesting. Something, something that I thought was interesting is that the graphic novel, like almost in a tongue-in-cheek kind of way, it like often like will like simulate film conventions. I think even like it'll have written like swish and like or it'll there'll be like lines to simulate like a certain like camera shot or like a pan or something. It's it's doing it to really like yeah. almost insinuate a certain like mood. Yeah, crossover between like, these film conventions that everyone knows, and then when they adapt it into the movie, they like do it, but really exaggerated. 
Man, some of those, yeah, the 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 cinematography, like the yeah. whip pans that they do, like across like to other characters' yeah, faces so or to funny. different parts of the um of the set yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, and the like zoom ins, the like super exaggerated zoom ins, and um, that like coupled with the comic book kind of stylization, like lines and stuff around the yeah, it's faces. it's so funny. Know, it's very and cool, it, and it works so well. So okay, what else do we think the movie brought that was sort of extra? I think some of, I don't know, I think what we were saying before, I think some of the the characters, obviously they have less time Mm. in the movie to introduce, like in the graphic novel, some of the conflicts with the ex-boyfriends are dragged over. Like when he, well, he's supposed to fight Todd in the graphic novel, they like (laughs) postpone the fight and then have this, a huge, not a huge amount of time, but like some amount of time passes and then they meet up again and they do some like, they like run through a department store or something. It's another like strange thing that's not really explained. I don't know if it's like a reference to, I want to say like maybe even something specific to Canada, but they run through like this yeah. department store, and I think the joke is that like because there's so many deals or something that they, yeah, the 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 yeah. low low prices, and they're like running through, and it's yeah, yeah. there's lots of weird stuff like that. But that's I mean that's okay, yeah. So they kind of cut all that, and they just made the fight with Todd one thing, yeah. I think the uh, the stuff they cut out and the stuff they kept in for the fights with the exes was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'd, they I'd did a good so. job with so, that. So, well, we can talk about the vegan one a bit more. They, they, okay, so they cut out all the weird stuff with them, like meeting up like a duel and running through a department yeah. store. And then he's like, okay, then I'll see you tomorrow. And then Scott just doesn't show up to that one. And then they finally <laughs> meet again at a concert. And he like, oh, he does, he like attacks Ramona. And then he attacks or Envy finds out that he's cheating on her. It's a whole thing. With Lynette, with the drummer, and she's got a yeah, she's got a robot, robot arm as well. <laughs> yeah, so that's just good adapting. They just sort of cut that all down into one scene. Mm. You know something yeah. I just thought of as well is that, you know how just bef- just like run back to before where we were saying that in the movie – He's Scott Pilgrim or like Michael Cera as Scott Pilgrim yeah. is kind of just like, like you said, it's just a bit bland. I think maybe the reason why I don't think it's as bad is because they act, they made all of the evil exes so much just less dynamic characters in the movie. Like they're all just pretty bad people in the movie, whereas in the graphic novel they have their own backstories that they talk about more. I think in the movie, so I think it's just the difference between them being bad and then Scott being just kind z- of fine and then level. good. And I think it's, it, yeah, I think the difference is yeah. just helps, I don't know, helps them get away with Yeah, but like Scott that's almost a, a bad a, thing because that almost like boils it down to like misconstruing the point of it to like, yeah, she had like all these, yeah, she had all these just good versus but bad. Scott's just normal. It's like that's so I felt like not the point reading the graphic novel. <laughs> he's not even just normal. Yeah, he's no, still he's, kind of a I piece mean, he's of definitely, shit. He's like not what I would call boyfriend well. material, that's for sure. Yeah, he just does. He also <laughs> straight up just dates a 17-year-old at the beginning and he's like 23 and that's just fine, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's no, but no one else like, oh, no, they do think it's, you, they make a huge point in the movie where they're like, Oh, have you? It's the same in the book. What does books, he say? Yeah. He's like, uh, 
she like hugged me or she was going to hu- we held hands once and then she and got then nervous and we in the books it's even hands. weird I don't know. because at the end because a whole year's gone by at the end she turns 18 and then scott immediately is like oh do you want to have sex i'm not even joking he actually asks her if she wants oh, yeah. casual sex <laughs> and she's like no man it's so weird yeah um yeah uh, it's do you think the kind of I guess it's yeah. it is, no, it is weird, but it's also this sounds it sounds bad, but I think the way it's um because it's not du- like there's something about the way that it's done. It could have been a lot worse. I is I don't know if I'm gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> say it. Actually, no. it doesn't matter. You I know think what? Let's like just skip over that. It's meant to be like at that point, Scott's like spiraling a little bit, and that's his meant to be like his low moment. Right. I would say maybe that's a bit too low for a character who's meant to be like the main sympathetic <laughs> hero. Nah, but then and he, then he also just oh, like yeah. propositions no, all of his ex girlfriends. I'd say that's one of the other things is that um, there's a lot more envy in the books and she like hangs around a lot more and she's in the final scene. Whereas in the movie, she is perhaps wisely She's just down. mean. I, I'm not really mad that that's maybe yeah. just good adapting as well. But I don't know. It's it's interesting because yeah. she's a more sympathetic character in the books as well. Like she's a little bit like you see a bit of her backstory She's presented as like a sort of character who was like scorned a bit as well and has had her own like bad ex-boyfriend experiences. And then the sort of resolution for that in the end is that Scott sort of makes good with her and they sort of find like a peace, I guess, in their relationship. Uh, Yeah, she's just kind of another character that got cut down. I guess they kind of just had to draw a line where they were like, Okay, you're good and then you're bad and then you're good and bad and I mean it makes sense. They don't have yeah. as much time to No, talk I, about. I think it's fine. Uh, That's maybe one of the ones I'm like less mad about. I think that character is used right. well in the movie. And it's like sure if they had more time, yeah. if it was not a movie, if it was like a ten episode series, yeah. I think as well if they 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 also have like instead of just there being one antagonist and then a protagonist, they literally have fucking not even <laughs> just seven. They have like seven plus, and then I guess Gideon is the antagonist. They just have all these in between characters that they obviously just yeah, have no time to yeah, sort out you properly. Can, you can maybe forgive them for not like also doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, for sure. But then maybe one of the last things we can talk about is the character Knives and how she's done differently in the books and the movies. Because in in the books or in in the movies, she, you know, she dates Scott at the beginning and then he breaks up with her. And also in the, I'll say in the movie, they mercifully cut away from the breakup because it's a really brutal breakup. She's just told him that she loves him. And then he's like, I think we need to break up. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so it's bad so but in the movie it just cuts away in the books it like makes you like sit and watch her face and it's pretty brutal and then later on yeah. he's like oh it wasn't that bad was it and she's just like bro it was pretty bad and then in the books she like hangs around with them and she's like in all of the scenes like being their friend and she like sort of has like other experiences with other characters and then at the end she kind of has her own like resolution whereas in the movie she is like 
stalking them and like planning her revenge the whole time. And then she shows up at the end to fight Ramona and she becomes part of sort of Scott's final act uh, to redeem himself when he admits that he like cheated on her. Yeah. In the in the books, because well, Ramona fights Envy Adams in the books, I'm pretty sure, instead of what would no, have been the fight with still, Knives. Envy still, or Envy tells Todd to punch Knives and then he punches the highlights out oh, of Oh, yeah, right. That happens in both of them. Yeah. No, I think, no, Lynette punches Knives oh, in yeah, the book. Oh, yeah, that's right. With her <laughs> robot <laughs> yeah, arm. that's right. <laughs> yeah, a lot strength. of robots in the book as well because the the Japanese twins fight Scott with robots that they built and in the in the movie yeah that, yeah that's another <laughs> good adaption is they sort of cut out all that weird robot fighting and they banked on uh, the music obviously is something that they had put so yeah. much time into yeah, so more why on not just no yeah cool. no, that bit is cool yeah this, and there's there's also, sure. going back to stuff that the movie has, there's some pretty good jokes in the movie that are not in the book as well. Maybe like some of the funnier jokes. I I think the, um oh, was the Chinese food? Because despite, I think it's, I, that would matter. That's like actually legitimately funny. I think some of the characters, some of the actors did a really good job, like for the characters that they were playing. Like some of the yeah, delivery of like the lines of is hilarious. Lines. I think Gideon's actually almost a better done better in the movie just because the actor who plays him is like, yeah he's he's just yeah, like, he's like so he's so like fucking what's the word like snide he's he's just so fucking smug and it's so good yeah smug that's the that's it that's the word I think he's like you know how long it took me to put <laughs> oh, yeah. together that list <laughs> it's like, like, yeah. two hours man. Like, oh Scott darling I don't think he actually says that but like that's the energy. <laughs> he's like i don't want any bad blood between us bro it's like a lot of stuff like that and like yeah i think his character is very funny in the movie but there's also the whole thing where in the movie turns out that he has a mind control device attached to ramona because she goes i can't you know she's like oh with gideon i just can't control myself around him he has a way of getting into my head. And then he's like, ah. Oh. And then she's like, no, no, no. Literally, he has a way of getting to my head. And she has like a mind control chip on her back. Once again, spot the metaphor if you can. Um, whereas in the book, it turns out that she doesn't actually go back to him. It t- Like Scott thinks that she does, but she was actually just off doing some meditating. Just yeah. away. Which do you think is better? I prefer which do the prefer? way that the book does it. Because I think... It yeah, seems a bit it's a bit contrived, but also like if you think about it, it changes it so that it's like all centered around Scott because then it's like, you know, I don't know. It's all about Scott saving her. And in the books, it's more like that Ramona has her own storyline that is like doesn't end with her just going back to her ex-boyfriend. I don't know. Like sometimes that whole like damsel yeah. in distress thing kind of makes me, you know. I think even the way it's shot at the end of the movie, they lean into that a little bit. The whole Scott. Yeah. Say, yeah I kind of get what you mean. It's less like complicated. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's just mind control. Like he's, he's just literally physically yeah, controlling what like, she does. Yeah. It's like, sure. <laughs> we like, okay, we get it. He is like an manipulative boyfriend and it's like, that's how it's meant to be. But like, you know, the book still has that is he's like getting into her head through her like subspace backpack. 
Oh yeah. She but then to, like well, the I way mean, that that's resolved is like sort of more her struggle. And then she has the moment where she's able to like let go of him and stop letting her past like control her life. And then once again, like the through lines just kind of there a bit more. And then he yeah. calls yeah, knives Kung Pao chicken. <laughs> and it's like oh, yeah, it's yeah. the classic <laughs> it's the classic dog kicker moment where they just really want you to be like, Yeah, no, this guy's the bad guy. Like yeah, this is the this point of sucks. no redemption. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. in one of the Pokemon games, the villain's like a little bit too sympathetic. D- doesn't he kill? Doesn't he kill his Pokemon? Oh, maybe talking oh, about a different one, it? but there's a Pokemon game where like the villains are like they're trying to free the Pokemon, and then they were like, "Oh wait, no, hold on, that's almost sounding like you know not a villain." So they just they just make him kick <laughs> wait, a Pokemon that, at the um... beginning, <laughs> just to really show that. He's <laughs> <a bad guy. laughs> <laughs> oh, which was that in Ruby no, Sapphire? I think was that's that one of the I ones that I didn't which play, one that like was. black and white or something? Yeah, but they make him. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, dog. <laughs> he's uh, just yeah, if yeah, because like you know, it's just one of those things. Like if you ever know about this guy, dog, it's just like such an obvious way of making them irredeemably evil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you have any closing <laughs> thoughts about Scott Pilgrim? Anything else you want to say? I think that oh not really. I think that uh which did you um, prefer out of the graphic well, novels and the movie? I don't know. I, I the movie is really cool. I think if you haven't seen the movie, it's on Netflix. Go and watch it because it's so much fun. At no point are you going to be bored. Yeah, it's not a boring movie. Like you can and the thing is as well, if you really don't want to focus on it that, you can literally switch your brain off and just yeah. watch it at the most just surface level of all the cool yeah. animations and and sounds and songs and all that and you're yeah, still like I think unsure, it's, I think it, it is like it works if you just want something stupid on to entertain you but like you know there's also like a little bit more to think about because it's Edgar Wright I think he tries to give his stuff a little bit of depth yeah I think I prefer I really like the graphic novels I think I prefer the movie only because of some of the extra stuff that it could bring like the um the songs because they had Beck they literally they, they went to like actual artists to write the songs and all of the actors actually learned yeah, their instruments cool. and the what's his name Stephen Stephen Stills that guy learned how to sing as well so they all it was very um hands-on I think they like would practicing and recording and writing with Beck and then I think Metric did some of the songs for yeah um, I mean yeah the, the movie's and, definitely like yeah. an awesome project yeah so I think I like yeah the movie that's fair I, I would say like if the movie's probably like just a fine way to experience this thing I don't I don't I wouldn't even say that you would like uh, yeah I don't know that I'd necessarily recommend reading the novel as well I might just say like watch the movie and then only if you like really feel like delving into the novel where there's like extra stuff. Yeah, I think that's that's the a movie good is advice, like a very good, good version of this thing. It's Scott Pilgrim. If you've been yeah. here about the Scott Pilgrim thing, watch the movie. Damn it, watch the <laughs> Dag movie. Freaking watch me, man! The the movie flopped when it came out. I didn't flop. It did not do yeah. very well at all when it came out. I don't know. I would have thought that it would have done fine because there was nothing really like it, but I guess it's still pretty unique. Yeah. I think we are kind of, we're we're definitely more interested in some of that, those video game references and pop culture things. So maybe, you know, aware of the too nerdy, but 
still pretty awesome. Yeah, very Definitely cool worth a watch. All right. Well, that's our show, folks. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Books Better Show. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.